0: 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. You know, it takes a lot of money to fend off or file a lawsuit. And uh, the the Gilbert Family Foundation, they're chipping in millions of dollars to help some low-income people who are facing eviction, Kevin, uh, in the city of Detroit.
1: Yeah, I met a man for coffee last week. He told me he was evicted. He was buying $6,000, and he went to court for an extension, but he was ordered out. It ended up costing him almost twice that to actually move. The judge, he said, moved swiftly on the eviction order, and uh, this guy's world was completely upended. In the in 36th District Court here in Wayne County, there are 17,900 new eviction cases that were filed in 2020 alone, I'm uh, 18,000 cases in 2020. Uh, they are sure to have a better chance with a competent attorney, and that's 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 what the Gilbert Family Foundation is trying to do. Here with that story is WJR Senior News Analyst Lloyd Jackson. What's up, Lloyd?
2: Hey, good morning, guys. Evictions in Detroit are stepping up as COVID emergency rental assistance funds are depleting. Now, a little over half of Detroit residents are renters, and about 30,000 households face evictions each year. Only 4% of tenants and landlord-tenant cases in Detroit have lawyers, while 83% of landlords have legal representation. Detroit City Council this year passed a right to counsel ordinance that makes sure that those that are facing eviction and go to court have legal representation. Here's Council President Mary Sheffield. Today's
0: announcement comes on the heels of the passage of the city's first ever right to counsel ordinance that I have the honor of sponsoring. Yes. Which finally passed after three and a half years of research, discussions, and very, very long negotiations.
2: The city has partnered with the Gilbert Family Foundation to create the Detroit Eviction Defense Fund, which is a $12 million investment by the Gilbert Family Foundation that supports legal access to families with a child in the home, earning at least or less than 50% of area median income. Gilbert Family Foundation co-founder Jennifer Gilbert.
1: That equates to about $35,500 for a family of three.
2: The United Community Housing Coalition, Michigan Legal Services and Lakeshore Legal will each get about $4 million a year over the next three years to represent tenants. Another $1 million will be allocated for a long-term study into the program's effectiveness and the city's eviction defense ecosystem. Once again, Jennifer Gearboy.
1: We will continue to invest in building a Detroit where homeownership is attainable and sustainable. However, Detroit is ma- is a majority renter city. Today, we take the first step toward preventing displacement of low income income renters, and we look forward to working with our partners to support the creation of on ramps for those families to grow wealth and opportunity in our great city.
2: And guys, the city of Detroit plans to provide another six million dollars in COVID relief funds for
1: the program. Yeah, displacement is so disruptive. Uh, you talk to anybody who's been evicted, and that displacement just throws everything off, especially families with kids. Lloyd, are are you hearing a lot of stories of tenants that are just getting run out unfairly because they they don't have access to a lawyer? Yeah,
2: as a you know, as a matter of fact, there were a couple of young ladies uh, that were part of this program who who talked about the fact that they had went to court and uh you know didn't have any type of representation and you know was really you know looked upon in a different way the landlord had representation there were some who you know were able to sustain and and not get put out who didn't have representation, but they say it's so stressful. You know, you have children at home, you still got to work, you still got to feed the kids, you still got to, you know, take care of business, but then you have to also fight in court to try to stay in your home and just keep a roof over your head. So it's a stressful situation. So this money will really, really help a lot of people, you know, stay in their homes if possible.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Because 96% of the tenants in these cases they don't have attorneys, so this will definitely go for that purpose. I, and I think that the thing that's reassuring about this is some of this money is going to go back and study this issue to yes. make sure that this program is actually working the way it's intended to work.
2: Absolutely. And that's very important, because when you talk about, you know, investing this type of money uh, into this uh, type of uh, situation, you want to make sure that the people who really need it are getting it and getting the help that they need. And this money is being used properly and and it's working. And so, yes, that uh, one million dollars for that long term study for the program's effectiveness is very important as well.
1: And it sounds like the long term goal is to try and get these folks into uh, permanent houses that they own. So they stop being renters.
2: Absolutely. Because, you know, as I say, like 53 percent of Detroiters are renters. So we're a majority renter city. We want to get more people owning. And that's why, you know, the mayor has put together uh, many programs, you know, where, you know, a lot of these uh, homes that are not occupied, if they, um. You know, don't need to be knocked down. They can be rehabbed. You know, there's help uh, different banks, different partnerships that the city has put together with banks that will help you uh, get the money to rehab the home. If, it, if it's rehabable and have uh, someone actually live in it, because believe me, I, I would suspect that the uh, city of Detroit would rather have the the tax income from that property than just a flat piece of land
0: explain this Lloyd, because uh not everyone is is for this donation uh of you know private money is going to this there's this activist group called Detroit action uh, they would like taxpayers to provide the funding for these attorneys what's their view on that why would they prefer that as opposed to the private donations
2: yeah that's that's a that's a good question I you know I'm, I'm not sure why they want the taxpayers to do it here's you know a A a guy who stepped up, uh, Dan Gilbert and his wife, their foundation has stepped up to do this because, you know, and and it's not like it's something that they've never done before. You know, the Gilbert Family Foundation has helped in the city a lot. That's what they do. And, you know, they're part of the city. They have their businesses in the city. So why wouldn't they want to help the city? And why wouldn't you know someone want to accept that help? Why should it be put on the, the taxpayers to do that? Don't
0: understand. I don't either. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they're fighting like this. This should, should, should be public funding for the right to counsel. Well, what maybe he doesn't understand is public funding means that the actual residents in the community are the ones who are going to be funding this, and that's millions and millions of dollars with what eighty thousand cases
1: yes. uh, to find an attorney for. That's a lot of money.
2: That's a lot of money. Yeah. Money you know, a lot of them don't have. Yeah. Well, and
1: they also they also need to uh, try and get help uh, uh, providing folks with money so they can catch up after what people have gone through with covid so many people got behind on Mm -hmm. their rent uh they in addition to having an attorney uh you want to try and get these people caught up because it's so hard to catch up once you're behind
2: it is and you know the the gilbert family foundation also has provided money to get people um on track with their taxes a lot of people fell back on their on their taxes on their homes and stuff and they provided money to get people you know a, a a um a equal start again, you know, to get them to start from, from square one because a lot of people can still pay their taxes. They had just gotten behind. They just needed to have that help to get back up to square one and then they could take it from there. And they helped a lot of people from doing, you know, doing that as well. So the Gilbert Family Foundation has done a lot. And this is just one other uh, issue they've helped. Them.
0: Yeah. And this is going to help so many people because as you know, the, the percentages of the low income uh, residents in Detroit. It's what, 82% are mm-hmm. low income. And, and most of them are renting. And so if they have the, the council, which they'll have in this case, what is that? University of Michigan the, the, the did a study that shows 90% more successful in winning these cases if they simply have representation. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: It just makes you wonder, though, if 90 if percent are successful, if they have representation, if these landlords are just running over people, uh, you know, <laughs> and should there be uh some effort by the city to make sure that landlords are treating tenants properly if they're not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. I, I, you know, because I'm sure the landlords, they have their lawyers. The lawyers are speaking the legalese, the legal talk. And then you have a tenant who has no one representing them who, you know, is trying to present their case the best that they can, but maybe they're not presenting it as, you know, as clearly as a lawyer would. And, you know.
0: Yeah. And as some of us know, legalese is a tough language to learn. <laughs> Lloyd Jackson, senior news analyst, appreciate it so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Have a good day. We're going to check out Fox News at the top of the hour with Kevin Deese and myself, Tom Jordan. We'll return right after that. 760 WJR.